Welcome to Parent Teacher Night. Oh, yes, Miss Garner. If you have one of those airline credit cards, you're probably not earning double miles on every purchase. You're right. My card only gets extra miles on some types of purchases. With the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles everywhere. Wait, but where can we use them? You can use Capital One Venture Miles on any travel purchase. Venture gets an A+. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Well, my friend, it's Christmas week. Thank gosh. Almost. Yes, it is. Yeah. I'm just, uh, just crazy that the year seems over already. Is it over? Because it seems like it just started. I know. It just doesn't make any sense. Definitely the fastest year on record for me. Now, first, I should apologize to everyone. I'm using my uh, mic on my laptop here because I'm at, at home. It's uh, it's all slushy and nasty outside. I didn't feel like trying to get to my office, so I'm comfy up in my little room. Wait, I thought you told me you didn't, you didn't get snow up there in Victoria. You just got rain and beautiful weather. Yeah, we usually do. This is uh, this is it. Might as well be rain. It's nasty. It's just absolutely nasty. It it, it snowed through the night, and now it's it's warm, so it's just raining on top of it. Oh, it's gross. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun to have a change, though. You gotta, you gotta experience it. Well, it would be fun if it actually stuck around and the kids could play in it instead of just playing in slushing. Just oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> but Excuse yeah, it, I enjoy playing in slush just as much as I enjoy playing in snow as I was a kid. So don't don't deprive them. Get really? them out there in the slush. All right. Sticks yeah, in. When you throw it at people, it sticks in their hair better, especially those little girls. <laughs> You were popular, I understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's cool. I, I sure love seeing it on the trees when it was on there anyway. Uh, makes me kind of wish we could go somewhere. Because Ainsley, my little girl, still hasn't experienced snow. So really? Like really experience it. That would be cool. Oh, well. I don't think you have to go too far to experience snow. <laughs> it's, it's quite a drive. And it's expensive <laughs> if I want to get off the island. So, yeah, it's far enough with those kids that don't like to drive. <laughs> Sport little runners. So, uh, wow, we were looking at our news today. We've got a fair bit to talk about. And mostly it's Matt Cutts. He seems to have had to, decided that he wants to speak out. Holy crap, there's tons. Um, maybe, maybe he's been going to too many Google Christmas parties and holiday parties and New Year's parties. And he's getting a little bit loose of the tongue because of it. Or maybe even even better, maybe it's all going to his head. All this. Uh, oh, Matt said this. <laughs> Honestly, 
You know, I don't know. Matt's Matt's always been able to stay stay clear. He's the couple times I've met him, he really has seemed down to earth. So I, oh, I oh, I know he is. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it'd just be funny if it ever did happen. It would be just a be wacky. Uh, he's yeah. he's amazingly down to earth. Yeah. I'm, I actually am waiting for him to start having a posse, and not like the <laughs> fan base posse that you, he usually has falling around, but like an actual posse. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> Even a security guard. I'm surprised he doesn't have. Someone's going to do something stupid. I, you know, actually, after all the crazy algorithm updates and the fact that he's ahead of the Google spam team, I actually wonder whether or not he's had any threats that have panned out. You know, oh, like sh- I'm, I'm guessing after the, uh, the Florida update and all the businesses that just got tanked because of it, he got some nasty emails. But back then, he wasn't so in front. Then was he? Wasn't he a Google he, guy at that point? No, no, he had just started coming out as himself at that point. Oh, okay. yeah, it was like right at the beginning of the Matt Cuts era. <laughs> well, we're firmly entrenched in his era now, and uh, yes. yeah, he's had lots to say. Um, I was going to actually, I got ahead of myself. I was going to talk about the Google's top searches, but let's just do this first. Let's, so Matt, um, I love this, uh, did an interview with Leo Laporte, and uh, Jeff Jarvis, I don't know who Jeff Jarvis is, but um, uh, I guess I'm not into all this stuff. But anyways, uh, and they were talking about spam. And he says that he wants to break the spirit of spammers. <laughs> well, you know, those guys are competitors. Are They have a podcast slash video cast that they do that goes on occasionally. And I think we talked about this earlier this year. We need to make it a goal for 2014 for this show to get Matt on this show. We need to make that a goal. I'm just saying. Yes. We talked yeah, about we it. Tried. We, we tried. We tried before, but uh, yeah, it's been we, 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 we half-assed tried. We never really we tried. Do. So yeah. let's really try this year. I'm going to bet we're going to have good ratings if we did. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> just might be our most popular show. Even above Steve, Stefan Spencer. <laughs> I don't know. Stefan's pretty cool. He is. Yeah, he's, got that, he's, he's got that swagger to him that Matt just is trying to get. Yeah, he does. He totally does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, um, all right. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail. Matt wants to break spammers' spirits. Yes. Has, has anybody responded to that? That's a good point. I don't know. Uh, I, sure, get me on the one thing I haven't looked at. It's uh, <laughs> my job. Uh, although I do, I do look at the first comment. It says uh, Dave in the UK says it isn't just the spammer spirits Google's are cr- Google's crushing, but those of a lot of independent publishers and small businesses. That's a bit of a sob story. No, um, actually, it's it's Facebook that is crushing the, the independent publishers right now. So we'll keep talk about that later if you want. Yeah, no doubt. I bet. Um, actually, we should talk about that. I'm interested to hear your perspective on that. Um, actually, let's do it now. Okay, so you, you know that, that Facebook changed the, the wall algorithm pretty dramatically in the last couple of months. And what's happening is small businesses, their posts are not showing up nearly as much. And you know, people that have put a lot of investment as a small business into Facebook, they are now getting pushed back behind. They're, they're really making a big effort to push media sites, news stories. Um, they're, they're, they've made it, they've, They've said that we're going to try really hard to reduce uh, memes in the wall. And um, I had a conversation at lunch today. It was actually very interesting with one of my coworkers. And he, he thinks that 
Facebook is trying to create a more mature content experience since all the teenagers are leaving. They're actually trying to revamp the site to be more mature and towards an adult audience, which means a lot of the stuff like the, all the funny pictures and funny stories and things that are people are using in small business to generate attention. And even a lot of the, the more you know, small business-related posts are removing those because they want the businesses to use the advertising. So they're actually making major differences. If you haven't seen it already, now that I've mentioned, I bet you're going to notice the change in your own wall um, over the past month or two. It's probably going to get a little worse you know, as we go into 2014, in my opinion. You know, I don't mind a little bit of it being decreased because, yeah, it does get a little out of hand, but it's mm-hmm. part of what makes it fun, too, though. I mean, I don't know what they're thinking. If they're going to totally remove it or even get close yeah, to that, they're going to have t- a problem. I agree. And I read, I read an interesting post, and I'll see if I can find a link to it, talked about how when Facebook made this change, they were trying to um, impact you know some of the the oddball content. But what they really did is they impacted the industry of social media businesses that try to help um, small businesses do well on Facebook. There's like a, an industry of all these small businesses, you know, the consultants and all that, the, the quote unquote social media gurus. But they're actually having a negative impact on that industry. Um, over the long term because small businesses are not going to be able to get in front of as many people now and those people are going to be seen as not being able to do their job but it's not their fault it's facebook's algorithm change it's making this happen yeah that's a good point and you know i, I feel sorry for the people who are yeah, in those industries because really i mean how long did it take for them to finally get a, a grip on what works and then it's it's, yeah. it's almost it's it's actually worse than google's updates google at least takes some time to apply them <laughs> the interesting thing, though, is it almost will be better for the small business in the long run because Facebook advertising, if you ask me, is the absolute best online investment you can make for paid advertising online is Facebook ads. They're the, some, of, some of the best, period. As long as you have a system or structure in place where you can measure the effectiveness of those ads on your business, that's the hard part. You know, they're, they're great for targeting. They perform extremely well. But how if you don't have your Facebook page set up to be able to measure the audience you get from it and how it impacts your business, you're kind of wasting your time. Yeah. I, I, I've had a lot of good success with it, um, but I haven't really put it through its paces, I have to admit. I, I think it's uh, – I, I don't know. I've heard from people who are in the pay-per-click realm, I've heard that it's, it's just kind of infantile, the whole system. Like it, it, it needs to grow up a lot still. But, well, it's uh, it's not it's not mature from a yeah. technology standpoint. There's there's not a lot of uh, vendors you can go do to do automated bidding like they can do in pay per click and, and all these algorithms that improve bidding processes. I mean that's very mature on the pay per click side. Um, on on the Facebook ad side, it's not nearly as mature. But the audience targeting, the return on investment when you yes. can measure it. Um, all that is so, so much better than anything you can do in PPC, in my opinion. And the price is inexpensive, really. Exactly. Yeah. Price comparisons are, are just no brainer. Yeah. And it's not like Google where it's uh, they set the minimum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, don't, exactly. you can't bid low. No, 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 no. no. This is the entry point, buddy. <laughs> That's painful. Um, ever since they did that, I can't even imagine how much more their profits increased Google when they did that. Um, I, I, I can tell you from our side, we see from, from the news side because it's been a big boom for us because you know they want more media type of content in the walls. And literally, we've seen it just in the past two months a huge spike. We were we were averaging some pretty decent growth year over year, but our growth year over year is 
from two months ago has increased at least 60, 70 percent. Wow. Just the growth that we've seen year over year. Yeah. And that's Facebook. by using ads? Yeah, no, no. That, that's from Facebook specifically organically. Because okay. of the shift they've made to walls and focusing more on media and news, shareable news items, as opposed okay. to this funny picture stuff. Hmm. Well, that's that's a good side of things, eh? Awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it just goes to show the importance of really good quality content yet again. <laughs> Excellent. Well, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll... Uh, Launch into some other Matt stuff. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. And a bit. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia, on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Life Tips Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So we're just discussing uh, a bit of uh, Facebook, which is sort of not something we touch on a lot, but it was interesting. I like hearing uh, John's always in the thick of it when it comes to the news agencies and such, so it's always neat to hear about that side. Um, but, it, you know, it's something, one takeaway is that if you haven't tried Facebook advertising, give it a shot. You know, we don't do typically paid talk on here, but uh, it has it has definitely worked for me. I have no question about it. I'm sure I could be much more scientific about the tracking, but <laughs> it's been good. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I know we focus on this year, but I've been 
personally have been looking a lot more trying to understand the paid side of it. Because my, my newest philosophy, I don't think I told you this yet, Ross, is I did a presentation in Oregon. I'm trying to do it again in Miami this year. But I have this new thing where I say content is not king. I firmly believe content is not king. You know, everybody said content is king since I think Tim Berners-Lee put the first page on the World Wide Web somewhere on that page and said content is king. I don't believe it. It's not true. Content is core because you know five years ago when there was only you know forty million pages on the internet, I totally believe that content was king, absolutely. But now that there's forty billion pages on the internet, content. It, it can't be king because it's commoditized. There's too much of it. You can't have a billion kings, you know, 40 billion kings out there. So content is not king. It's core. And in order to have effective content, you have to have it as a core with three layers wrapped around it. A layer of socialization, a layer of optimization, and a layer of promotion. So we talk a lot about the optimization. We talk, even, we talk some about the socialization. But that promotion is also a part of, of how you make content really, really work on the internet, in my, my opinion. Yeah, just, I like that. Just, just like you said. When I first heard it, I thought, hmm, but no, that makes sense. You know, it really, it, you can't, it's, it's, it's much more difficult. I mean, there are instances where the king still applies, where it just seems to squeak through the noise. But yeah, in, in, in generalities, I think the core makes okay. a lot more sense. Do, do you watch Game of Thrones? Uh, yes, I do. So, what do you think of their king? King is doesn't being king isn't always the best thing, right? That that little kid who's king, someone needs to, to smack him around a bit. So, to make him a better king, we need to optimize him. Then we need to figure out how to make him more social, and then we'll promote him to the people as being like, "This is the best guy you've ever had ruling over you." Those are the three things that make wow. a king work. I'm not sure I'm that good a marketer. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it works. I think they, I think they need like some 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 poison pop tarts for him. And then, uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's not get into Game of Thrones. I'll get I'll get off track. I love that show. Uh, uh, me anyway. too. Um, <laughs> so, mad cats, spammers, wants to break their spirits. Back to that. That's cool. All right. Next is. Uh, Matt is saying that 25 to 30% of the web's content is duplicate, and that's okay. Interesting. What's your thought on that, John? My first thought when I read that is his numbers are low. I think it's more than that, but I don't have anything to back that up. That's just my gut. I would be, it just seems that 25 to 30% is low. No, knowing how much syndication goes on, how much people steal from each other, and how many people all sell the same products, using the same descriptions, it, it just seems that's a low number to me. Yeah, and he says over one quarter of it is also repetitive or duplicative. So he's also including things that are repetitive. So that's not duplicate content. That's just people saying the same thing. That must be. Yeah, that's got to be huge. Easily, that's got to be 40%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. You, you think about all the different industries there are. How many, how many different websites out there on um, you know, CDs for, from banks and how many different ways can you talk about a CD rate, right? And you think about that kind of thing and there's, you know, there's a hundred thousand pages out there all talking about the same topic. How many different ways can there really be? Which kind of goes back to our content is king thing, right? It's only so many, it's only so many spaces and so many ways to say, you know, this is a CD rate, right? Well, you know, you'd almost think, 
it's, 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 it's a, I mean, really, how can we really put a number on how much duplicative and repetitive content there is? Cause we can't even conceive of how big that, and that is yeah. now, it's just so massive. I mean, just think of Wikipedia. I mean, how much of the net is Wikipedia? <laughs> Probably yeah. a significant amount. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I, so the, the 25 to 30% number that he mentioned, is that, did they pull that out of their data from what they've crawled? Is that, is that scientific? I didn't. I didn't watch the video, so I'm not sure to the interview. I haven't watched the video either, so I'm I'm going off. There uh, is awesome uh, journalism here. It's about the best <laughs> I got. Because if that is, if they did get that number based on their crawling statistics and what they've seen when they've crawled the 40 billion pages that they have crawled, and that's real, then that's really eye-opening to me. Because because I'm trying to figure out where all that other content that's unique is. You know what I mean? Maybe unique, but it could be crap. <laughs> oh yeah, very true. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, really, I wonder. It'd be fascinating to find out what percentage of the web actually has the most, or actually has significant, or uh, they'd have to set some sort of a guideline on what that means. But traffic, like, actually has worthy traffic. Right. Uh, exactly. That would be. That's got to be in the thirty percent realm. I don't know. It's, I'd love to see that data. That'd be so amazing. Oh, my God. That'd be cool. Eyes would pop out of our heads, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> if, if, we, if we could understand it. Yes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that, that, yeah. If it's got math involved, I'll just go blank. So it's okay. Actually, I'd probably be, the, the, probably be the, the one person that could walk into Google and go past all their algorithms, and they'd never have anything to worry about. <laughs> No way, no, I'd understand it. <laughs> Unless they put it in layman's terms and they wouldn't. Nice. Yeah. So uh, let's jump into something here. Uh, you've got some questions you put down. I, I wanted to get into some of the other, uh, a little more frivolous stuff. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at getarculus.com. Just fine, but you know what? Let's get to some of the questions because I think that's going to give people a little more value in the show. Why don't you start with the first one? So, okay, that's a good idea. So we had a couple, we had some great conversations, some great questions this last week or so on the Google Plus community. Um, so gonna, we've got a couple questions that we didn't get to in the community, but go to the community. There's a great conversation about how many pages does it take to create an authoritative site? And it's a really, it's a really interesting conversation, wow. um, and, and we came up with some memes. Uh, my comment was, "That's like acting, asking how many movies does a half actor have to make to be famous, right?" <laughs> it's it's really a good conversation to read that. But uh, Chris Clayton actually wrote one uh, today, I think it was, or yesterday. Um, he says, "Hi, should a small, should a local small business bother with writing content which is non-geographic specific?" to attract links for more focus um, on getting reviews via Google, Yelp, et cetera. Um, so basically the question is, how valuable is content on your website? If you're targeting a very local audience and you're a small business in a local area, should you write on broader topics that are not specific to your area? What's your thought, Russ? Well, I think that there's, there's a lot. I mean, it, okay, first of all, it depends what your, your goal is. Um, if your goal is to, to get... Uh, just a little more buzz out there, then absolutely. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a, uh, let me think here, I can rip together an analogy. Like, um, 
uh, let's say a motorcycle uh, motorcycle dealer um, wants to build a bit of a name, already has a fairly good name in the town, but you know still wants to build some links. Well, there's only so many links you're going to build locally or, or buzz. Yeah, well, let's talk about the fact that uh, he's created this custom bike. Well, if he did if he did an article on that um, and and started to really hype that up, he'd get a lot of links from all over the world. Who knows, right? Um, and people, there'd be a lot of buzz around that. Now, maybe that wouldn't help local rankings. Although I, I, I'd argue that it probably would to some degree, because um, it does make you appear an expert. Um, absolutely, there's nothing wrong with that. That's going to work for you. In fact, you could do an infographic on motorcycles. You could do anything like that. Anything that goes viral or has a lot, a lot of discussion. And I think you would you would earn a lot of of benefit from that. Um, I do it all the time for my clients. So I, I think you answered. You set the framework to answer this question when you were commenting about walking through Google. You said two things that made a lot of sense to this this question. One, you said you would walk past the algorithms that wouldn't be able to understand the math. So there are two things in there that make sense. One, you said algorithms, and there, so there's multiple algorithms to be concerned about here. One is um, how are you going to build authority on your topic? And two, how do you build authority on your geolocation? Right? Those, are, those are pretty much two different kinds of things you can build authority on. Right? Mm-hmm. And the last thing you said in your comment was math. Well, that makes sense. You take the scores you get from each of those authority, you blend them together via math, and when you're, when you're you know, depending on what questions people are asking in search, it's either going to be leaning towards the geo authority or the topic authority. And it's the, the math behind the algorithm that figures out which percentage of which applies to that particular query. So you want both. You want to be known as the, the, the expert in your, your market or your topic. And you want to be known as, you know, have authority in your local market as a local resource. So you build up those local signals and you build up those topical signals. You get them both and they will both help you do well no matter which way the, the question is weighted, whether it's weighted towards local or weighted towards your topic. It's a good way to, let's say you do have a good ranking locally, but, you know, let's say you really want to uh, reinforce it or solidify that number one ranking you have or that, that high exposure. And if you focus on rankings, that is, it's more about the traffic, of course. But if you are getting that kind of exposure and you want to keep it, you know, do this kind of thing. It reinforce your, your position as an expert and it tends to reinforce your rankings and frustrate the bejesus out of your local competition because they're focused locally (laughs) very true Um, okay well you know what we've got to take a sec uh, another break here but when we get back we've got a couple other great questions seo 101 will be back right after recess why do over fifteen thousand small businesses love working with infusionsoft Because we believe in people and their dreams. We empower entrepreneurs and our groundbreaking tools help small businesses grow and thrive. We listen. We care. We serve our customers and we do what we say we'll do. We're always trying to find new ways to innovate and to improve our all-in-one sales and marketing platform. Most of all, from email to e-commerce, we help small businesses like yours succeed. Go to Infusionsoft.com slash radio to watch a free product demo. That's Infusionsoft.com slash radio. 
Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Search Kingdom. We explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom, on demand inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Karka, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing Inc. So we've got a couple questions here uh, remaining. Uh, this last one, or second to last one, is from Mark Taylor. He says, what's your take on this? I can see authors with only a few followers, say less than 100, that are showing up in the SERPs, search engine result pages, with author images, but I've lost my own author, author image, but I have over 236 followers. Okay, well, I don't think that the, the uh, first of all, I think that the author, whatever author algorithm that's out there right now that's showing images is not nearly that uh, uh, concise yet. Uh, I think that Google has decided, you know, they, they, they announced that they were cutting back on the amount of uh, author image display uh, that was happening in search because it was getting, well, frankly, it was getting crowded. Um, and they were, it was a good way to hype it up and get everyone involved. And they sure did that. Uh, and now they're being a little more selective about who is showing up and when. So it's not exactly about you being popular. It's about your relevance in that particular article to the search. If Google finds that you're more of an expert in one particular search or some nuance of the search, then your image will show up and, 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 and justifiably. Um, I know that to, you're more embedded I'm, in that, uh, John. I'm, but what, I'm, what do you think? I'm, I'm going to have to disagree a little bit with that, Ross, because okay. as it is right now, which I think, and maybe I, I heard you wrong, but, but your actual authority on a topic which we are going to equate at some point to author rank is not implemented yet, right? So I don't think how 
how successful or how much you are seen as an authority on a topic has any impact on whether your authorship photo shows up or not at this point. I think it will at some point, but right now it's not. I think, mm-hmm. and Mark even mentioned this in his post, he did a comment on his post on our Google Plus community, um, that maybe it's not the quantity of the followers you have, but the quality, just like with links. If you think of it as citations, so, so if you think there's citations in local search, there's link in organic search. Well, there's followers in authorship. And it's almost like the, you have to have the good quality links. You have to have the good quality citations. Potentially, it's you know the quality of your followers is going to have an impact on on whether your authorship is connected to a particular article or not in that search result page. Um, I, and I also think that um, one of the things we have to realize is just recently in the last month or so, and and actually they predicted this. They said they were going to do this at SMX Advanced last year. But they, they did it, and it's been announced that they've reduced the number of authorship um, snippets that they're showing in search results by like 15 to 20 percent. So they're not showing those nearly as much as they were. And when they made that, they really did a concerted effort to focus on um, people whose authorships are tied to media sites, and the, the publications they're tied to make a difference now. So if, if you have authorship on your blog and you have you know, a, a mediocre following on your blog, you might not show up on authorship nearly as much as an author who's connected to a major news publication, if that makes sense. So, so you really believe it's that course? That's I don't know. Hard, I, it, I have a hard time believing that they don't. Google is the king of relevance. I have a hard time believing they don't, they don't even if the authorship rank isn't applied, I think that there is, and, and I agree, that's definitely not you know, something but, that's played that we know of, but I do but, believe that it's applied to uh, at some level whether or not your image is going to show up versus another. If another, you know, if that person's got more clout in a particular realm, because they're already talking about how they already actually are doing this because they're already talking about how they're trying to boost authors that are, 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 powerhouses in a particular topic. They're already doing that, John. So they there must is, have that to some level. There, there's been no test, and they have not said yet that they have implemented what everybody's calling author rank. What no, they can I know. Should, what and I'm not, I, just said, I just said that. I'm talking right. about what about the image shows up. That's totally different. Right, which is authorship. Now, without doing author rank, you can't apply authorship to an individual. So what you just you're, you're contradicting yourself because you just said that they're trying to find people that are authoritative on a topic. That's author rank. That has nothing to do with authorship. Authorship is a person is tied to a particular piece of content on a particular website, so they are the originator of that content. That's authorship. Period. Right. So, yes, but that's okay. Go on. Yeah. So, so how does that show up on some articles and not others without using author rank? Okay, or the 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 uh, knowledge or. Um, expertise of the actual author versus just authorship was just connection between the two, right? Semantics of words. No, it's not. No, because you're right. You're right that they are the different words. I'm not saying you're not right. I'm saying that in this case, we were just using the words differently. My point is the same, though, and that is that uh, I do believe that images, um, there's a lot of, I I think there's reason to believe that they, they have the ability right now, so, and they are doing it to determine whether or not an image should show up. Not just because, because they also, they know the person is the original owner right. of that content. Let, let's but, let's, let's see, just just to, to relieve some myths here, and so everybody, 
you know, doesn't hear us arguing about it. Mom and dad are fighting. What do we do? Okay. That's <laughs> what's happening is well, this is the fun stuff. I'm sure they love it. I know. I know. <laughs> so, so think of it from this perspective. Okay. Authorship is the only thing that determines right now that we know of that determines whether or not a picture shows up and it ties that person to that piece of content. When author rank happens, it doesn't necessarily mean that author, when author rank impacts the rankings and it shows whether or not a person, an article does better or not because of the person's expertise, does not mean their picture is going to show next to it. It's going to be part of the algorithm. Their picture cannot show next to it and still be impacted by author rank. All right? Yeah. So just so? because somebody's picture is showing up doesn't mean that that's tied to their knowledge. That's a totally separate piece of the algorithm that's not implemented yet. Yes, so, but you don't know that 100%. No, you're right. I don't. But I don't believe it is. I, I just What I believe is that, that it's not a matter of just turning on the algorithm. I think it's a matter of testing elements of it as they go. And to me, it makes sense right, that they would be right, doing this. Right. I mean, we're all, so, everything we're talking about is hypothesis anyway, because we don't know what they're doing. So, so what you're telling, Mark, is that, that the people who have fewer than 100 followers th- than him are just more authoritative on the topic than he is. When he has over 200 followers, when I believe that ties more directly, not to him, but to the site he's connected to. If I'm an author and I only have 50, 50 people following me, but I'm publishing on Time or, say, the New York Times, my authorship connection is going to be much more relevant because of the strength of the site that I'm publishing on. Um, see what I mean? Well, it's no duh, but I'm, I'm just saying that that's not the only thing. Google's all about more than just one thing. I mean, obviously, yes, of course, you, of course. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying that that the relevancy of your search has probably has some bearing on whether or not your image is going to show. Yes, it does, but not it doesn't have any bearing on the author. It has bearing on the site that the author is connected to. Okay, so we both do agree, just in a different way. <laughs> okay, but, but a very, very particular way. I mean, there's a big difference between a site having authority on a topic and a person having authority on a topic. Right now, one makes a big difference; the other one doesn't. By the end of this year, I totally, totally, totally think if I'm going to make any predictions for 2014, that author rank is going to be full steam ahead and a big, huge part of what we have to deal with every day. But today, it's not. Right. Well, no, I don't disagree. What I'm agreeing to is the fact that the nuance of the search has some effect on whether or not the image shows up. Now, whether it's, I didn't get to whether or not it was tied to um, the site or the person. I guess at the beginning I mentioned the person, but in, in this case, I'm also thinking of individual writers who have their own sites. Right. Uh, like I'm still showing up. I'm kind of an individual writer on my site. So, um, but I don't shut up all the time. So uh, when I do show up, I think it's – so you're just saying that the only reason that it does happen is it's connected to my site. It's nothing to do with me. Because your site has authority on that topic, not you. That's that's a I, – I, hey, you may be 100% right, but how do you know that for sure? That's 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 as much as a, much of a leap as it is for me to say that it's a person. Because we know that sites have authority on different topics, right? That's a given. We know that's yes. been implemented. We know that happens. We know it's part of the algorithms. So we, we know that factor exists. We do not, okay. you know, we, we pretty much are not, we know it's going to exist for people. And yes, uh, so we're going off what we certainly know. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but okay, well, at least 
at least we kind of came to one agreement, which is that the nuance of the search, because that's everything that Google's about, is is that's, that's to me that's that's that could definitely be playing a role, and uh, that's part of the answer to what he's he's saying there. And thanks for that question, Mark. You're a great contributor, but I love it when we get a question that Ross and I get to bang our heads against each yes. other. Yes, yes, I do. It's mental juices flowing here. Now, as a result, unfortunately, we we, we can't put the last question. In, but uh, I, I I really enjoy that. This is why I missed having our cigars, I know. and uh, drinks, and just hanging out. But uh, yeah. anyway, we get to do it virtually. Definitely not enjoyable. We should we should do a Google Hangouts cigar smoke one of these days. Outside, I guess I'll have to be though. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to, when it's a little closer to spring, I'll get the fire pit going in the backyard. You can get your fire pit going, and we'll sit there and drink cracking rum and smoke cigars and look at each other through Apple devices. <laughs> Apple devices? What did you say? <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, I'd throw mine in the fire. I guess it would show for a little bit. But... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, it's hard to believe, but I guess. I'm not sure. Are we going to get another episode in before the end of the year? Um, potentially. I'm on vacation between Christmas and New Year's, but I can probably figure out something, a way to do this. Yeah, we can try. I don't know. But there's a possibility we won't. So you know, in, in the case that we won't, uh, everyone have a wonderful holidays and happy New Year's. And ah, it's, we're just so happy that you listen to the show. Absolutely. I've talked to so many of you lately. I've been having a lot of great phone calls with you. So I just can't say enough how much I appreciate that. Kind, uh, kind words about the show and the fact that y'all listen. It's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't forget to give us our your predictions for what's going to be important in SEO in 2014. And after the first of the year, we're going to, we're going to do a show dedicated to what you guys think is going to be happening. So go yes. back to Google Plus And if, if you can't find the thread where we ask for them, start your own thread about predictions and we'll, we'll meld them all together. I think the way we, you and I go at it, like cats and dogs, it's going to have to be an hour show. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's going to be fun. In fact, yes, we should have Kraken for that. Oh, my God. That oh, would yeah. be tragic. What a show could, that would be. You, you know what we could do? We could do a live hangout broadcast of the show and let people join us hang out, but only if they have rum and a cigar. Yes. <laughs> oh, rum. We don't want to get people offended of the cigar thing, but at least rum. And well, we'll get they, Kraken to sponsor they, a show. That's there it. you go. We'll get Kraken to sponsor a show. <laughs> And they can do the cigars. It doesn't have to be a real cigar. It can be one of those bubblegum baby cigars. Okay, fair enough. And, and yes, we are master or geniuses. This is, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, evil geniuses. Okay, well, with that said, 2014 is going to rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone, have a wonderful holidays. Remember, we air at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. And if you'd like to leave any messages or questions, just go to our community on Google+. Plus. You can find us easily just by typing in SEO 101. Have a great one. Great, great time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program 
are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.